197 of the per- oh, wrong show title of the Sane Asylum. I'm your host Giuseppe Pafangulo. Some call me the G-Man. And tonight, what an honor it is! The regular co-host of this Sunday night RBN SFR Extravaganza, the man, the myth, the legend, once known as Paul from California, now he's known as Northern Nevada Paul from California. Paul, welcome, and how was your weekend? Uh, not not bad, my friend. Thanks for having me once again. I appreciate it, and uh, let's see if we can make some sense of this world. That is a great uh, that is a great uh, goal to to shoot for, I think. And you know what? Let's uh, you know so much is just going bad for this country these days, Paul. It's like uh, the uh, the Jewish malignancy of the last hundred fifty years or so has been a cancer that's really you know rotted out this country it's horrible but you know maybe finally a lot of normies are waking up and i'm seeing these uh what is it TikTok and these other little clips where i guess youtube has one now where you take like a minute or three and you, you talk what's on your mind and, and sam if you could cue up clip number 12 there's a lovely uh uh a, a woman american of italian descent her name's bella vandella and uh, she's got uh, some really uh, keen and salient observations about what's going on and what's wrong with this once decent country. So listen to Bella. For the sake of my mental health, I need y'all to check in with me because I can't be the only one noticing this shit, right? Why is it that in America we have more fitness centers than anywhere in the world or any generation before us, but none of us are actually fit? 
We have more vitamin and supplement centers than anywhere else in the world or any generation before us, but none of us are actually healthy. They don't do that in other countries because in other countries, they get their nutrition from their food, which leads me to my next point. We pay more on a daily basis just to obtain regular food, and none of it has any healthy or nutritional properties at all. It's quite the contrary. It's actually poisoning us and making us sick, where we have access to the the, the best medical advancements and technology ever to exist. Exists, we're still a nation chock full of obese diabetic cancer patients. We have an abundant amount of mental health resources, but we're all suffering from anxiety, depression, or insomnia, potentially all of the above. We sleep more than we ever did. We're always tired. We drink more water than ever before. We're constantly dehydrated. We work harder than we ever have. We're always fucking poor. We have insane skin regimens, but we're aging in fucking dog years. Like, I just can't fucking wrap my head around it. I seriously can't. Never before in the history of America or in any other country have they put such a large amount of money and attention into health and beauty and not been healthy nor beautiful. And why do you think that is? Hmm? Well, Northern Nevada, Paul from California, I have some thoughts. But uh, first, let's get you to tackle that one. So go ahead, Paul. Well, you know, I've not heard that before. I completely relate to uh, most of those sentiments. And by the way, just quickly, I'll bring up something which, um, you know, has recently been brought to my and your attention about uh, swearing, uh, for example, the F-bomb, which the person in this video clip plays. And now here's something that I think about it and feel about. Now, you know me. You've heard me for years, and I very rarely swear. I occasionally dropped an F in the terms of like a modifier, like, say, fucking this or that. But it's extremely unusual. And the same right. for you. Right. But sometimes some of the clips that you play, people swear. Now, I have news for all you people out there with sensitive ears. You know, look. People swear in the world. Some do it better than others. There is an actual art to it. I really do believe this. And uh, this goes back to when I was just, uh, I don't know, a young man. And there was somebody I knew in our group. And he talked about, for example, how good this one guy was at cussing, you know, because he he did it right. You know, he used it appropriately. And it was, uh, you know, the way that he accentuated the particular different swear words that he used. And he was, uh, to my eye and ear, a very good um, and interesting fellow in general. But, you know, having said that, um, again, you and I, uh, uh, as, as host and co-host, we don't engage in this a lot. But occasionally some of the guests that we do, um, that we have on, uh, will do so. And it's not really... I don't know if it really should be under our control. It mostly isn't under our control. And I will admit that a couple of times some people may have done it to excess. But in the end, I I sort of look at things this way. These evil demons that are ruling over us, okay, when a baby is born in the hospital, one of the first things they want to do is to inject him with a poison. And they do it, okay? They cut the tips off of baby penises, right? They poison everything that we do. They steal the wealth of our country through their banking system. I could go on and on. The list, as you know, is quite lengthy. So every now and then somebody swears, don't make a big deal of it. You know, we're not here to uphold some standards. And you older people such as myself, I mean, I'm an older guy, but I still think, you know, uh, young. I still have a lot of uh, youthful, uh, shall we say, characteristics about me. 
But you older people out there, you better get used to the idea that if this thing is going to be won, and I don't know what else is worth thinking about other than winning, it's going to be won by guys that are pissed off and that probably swear a lot. So that's my That's a great sense. point, Paul. But I do have to take uh, – uh, I uh, I was in the habit of uh, doing a pre-show chit-chat with guests and telling them, hey, if possible, you know, tone down the salty language, not not too many F-bombs or anything else. And, and I, I let that go. And, you know, the big flop is a brilliant guy. He's going to be back. And when I next time he's on with us, if I mention ahead of time, he'll tone it down, you know. So, um, but I, I agree with everything you're saying. And, and also, you know, we're, we're, I'm just a guest on this network. I don't own the network, so you know if they want it toned down a little bit, I have no problem with uh, taking an extra moment and asking guests to uh, to tone it down. I had to do the same thing back in the day before he lost his mind when Harry Vox used to come on with me at Rev Radio. The Rev Radio people used to tell me, hey, don't want a lot of F-bombs. And, and Harry was cool, and I know the flop would be cool, and just about anybody does. I mean, the real world. A lot of people swear a lot, you know, I mean, but I, I don't think there's any problem with uh, toning it down a bit. And uh, I'm sure 99.99999% of all guests will oblige us. So, but, you know, getting back to her point, Paul, Bella, is um, it's interesting that the, it all boils down to the synagogue of Satan, uh, the eternal poisoners, right? Everything that she was observing was some type of... Uh, Big Harma controlled by the international Jew, uh, Big Agra controlled by the international Jew, and, and everything is poisoning the Amalek, which is whites of European descendancy, uh, to to become fat, soft, uh, insane, and, and and the most egregious and most offensive poisoning that she didn't bring up is this uh, feminization of men and masculinization of women, which is intentional, which is being done in great part by the food supply uh, with the basophenol A lining, which is like uh, uh, you know a leaching, a, a birth control pill when you feed your little kids SpaghettiOs or raviolios or soup, or McCampbell's soup. Same with uh, the nonsense that, oh, soy milk's good for the little babies, Goyam. It's like giving your little kid a birth control pill again i mean if you don't really oh, no, filter your go ahead no i was going to say precisely i mean literally and what i would add to that is everything is fake it's all fake food it's all corporate yes. it's all corporate non-food food and here's yes. a perfect example now i tell people all the time and i i just get tired of doing it so a lot of times i just i give up after maybe just mentioning it I, you know because of the average person they don't have the attention span to really you know get into just a few a few minutes of the details but I see people all the time pouring this coffee made or this dairy delight into right. their into the, it's like you're drinking soybean oil since when yeah. did we start putting soybean oil which is all GMO the bottom line is they, and they and again it gets into a whole other series of lectures do you know what the genetic modification is they made the soybeans uh, no okay it's so that they were roundup ready do you know what that means and it's like you just you go down this rabbit hole and look, I've experienced time and time again these normies, they don't want to be bothered. That's why, in the end, this is why I think the way I do, that strong men must rule, okay? That there's only one way to, to think about this is how do we take over, okay? Because the bottom line is these people are ruling us and they're forcing us to live the way they want us to live. And we just have to think the opposite because, let's face it, the average person is not that smart. They're not going to spend that much time looking into anything. And that's why I'm opposed to all this talk about 
you know, oh, the Constitution or libertarianism or natural law, common law, all this crap. Right. No, we need uh, an authoritarian state the way that the Germans showed us. And previously in the past, there's been other authoritarian states, if for no right. other reason, to keep these demons at bay because they will give us fake food. Uh, just while I'm on this rant, and I'll throw it back to you, but just the other night, all I wanted to do, I just, a, a blueberry muffin, okay? They had this can already. <laughs> and, and, I, and I was I was about to ask, okay, are they real? But I didn't even bother, okay? And the reason is most people don't know that you're eating fake blueberries. Right. I can't yeah. tell you how many times I've said to people, did you know about this? No, what do you mean? It's cornstarch and dye, okay, over and over again. If you've ever had real blueberries and a real blueberry muffin, you know what they're like, right? And sure, sure enough, when I had this blueberry muffin, which overall was enjoyable, I was dunking it in my coffee. I kept thinking about, well, what can I do about this? And it's nothing, nothing. And, of course, it should be illegal. And the bottom line is this is one of the planks, which we could get to later, one of the planks of my presidential platform is no more fake blueberries. There you go. <laughs> An excellent one. In fact, I got to say, and I highly recommend anyone take the time everywhere my wife and I have moved in this country during our quarter century of marriage. We, for one of the first things we do is find the co organic cooperative store or the organic independent store. And we find local farmers and, and, and we always man, one of the first things we do, we get real fruit, real vegetables, you know, locally sourced. And if you do that, and then like now, you know, we've moved rurally, we can grow our own stuff. It is unbelievably delicious to pick your own blueberries, your own blackberries, uh, you know, your own tomatoes. And, and, and it's just, it, and it's great to be out in the sun when you're gardening. Weeding is a major pain for sure. But um, yeah, you, 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 you got to put good stuff in your body. And, um, and, and, you know, supplementation is vital. We can get into that at some point, some show. In fact, we got to bring that fella on, your good friend. We, he was he was dealing with some stuff, but I think he's ready to come on a show. That'd be a good show because he's a real expert. But, you know, one of the things, you know, speaking of this uh, this Talmudic malignancy that is stage four cancer is this is unbelievable, Paul. And w I think we both know it, but w when you hear someone else tell you, and, and tally up the numbers. Let's see. Uh, Sam, if you could cue up clip number seven. Like the, these, these vile uh, synagogue of Satan parasites have now bribed or blackmailed 26 states into enacting an Israeli loyalty pledge program. Twelve more pending. This is beyond disgusting. So listen to this and then I'll get your thoughts. Uh, an Israeli loyalty oath law... That is becoming so common in the United States, it's now pervasive. Take a look at the map. See the red states? See all of those red states? 26 states have enacted this uh, loyalty oath legislation. And let me show you the other one, the, the, the navy blue ones, the blue ones you see there. That's where the, this law is now pending. The so 26 acted on, passed, 13 pending only 11 states, the light blue ones you see there, the baby blue or the light blue, those are the ones where you can boycott Israel and, you know, criticize Israel if you want. Again, look, it bears repeating. There is no such law keeping you from denouncing or boycotting the United States of America or even advocating causes that harm the U.S. economically. But there are laws.
us from doing that against Israel. Unbelievable, Paul. I mean, seriously unbelievable that that is allowed to um, that is allowed to occur. And the average normie, you know, it's funny. I used to give the normies a lot more credit, and then a week ago I had uh, the legendary Richard Sauter who exposed the um, underground bases. Just a high-level intellect, brilliant guy, multiple PhD, and then they beat the crap out of him for doing it, and he, uh, his life was threatened so many times because he kept um, protesting nuclear sites and all that, that he is now an expat in Ecuador, and uh, he, he's observed, I used to say, you know, 95% of the population just wants to have uh, a safe home for their family and, and some security and, and, and food and, and a shelter and, and some kind of work and income. And he goes, you know, Giuseppe, that's not true. You know, most of the world, and I've traveled a lot of the world, they just want to get high or they want to get drunk or they want to pay attention to their local sports team, their football team, or they want, you know, or they fight or they steal and and they they they're not they're not civil, they're not human like we are. And I'm like, you know, that's really sad, but um uh, that's maybe why um we're we're dealing with this uh, great replacement Paul and that's why they're inter- interjecting injecting rather uh those type of illegal alien invaders and yet at the same time in how many states you can't criticize it which is beyond absurd and beyond uh evil which is the um the talmudic uh, zionist communist blah 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 it's the jew we don't have to use the labels it's the jew your thoughts paul Well, among among all the other adjectives you could describe it, it's it's pathetic. In other words, yes. passing a law, okay, to make you say loyal or to make you not criticize. It's just this is what these people do. It just reminds me of of the guy who you know he knows or in his mind he doesn't believe he can you know get the girl or go out with a particular woman. So he just tries to use you know his money as best as possible. And that's all these that's all these people really have is is money and passing laws. Because other than that, there's no way to stop what's what's coming, and there's no way to stop the fact that people hate them and they always hate them. It just it reminds me of a, of a speech that William Pierce gave one time among the many 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 lectures I've listened to him over the years. He talked about the this whole political corruption game. And, you know, why do people cooperate with the Jews? Because, as he says, nobody likes Jews. I mean, the way that he said it was just so just so poignant and just so accurate. He goes, nobody likes Jews. But why do they do it? Because of the money and because of the promises of favors and so on and so forth. And so when I hear this kind of stuff, I just I just laugh because it's like it's it's like passing another speed limit law. Is it really going to work? No. Right. I mean. I don't know how old were you when the first time you said "f" the law. I mean, I, I was probably what eighteen or nineteen or whatever, and somebody said something. Oh, it's the law, Paul. I said, "Well, f the law." You know, that's the average American, by the way, and that's the American spirit. Yeah, great, great uh, insights, Paul. And you know, speaking of the legendary Dr. William Luther Pierce, uh, Sam, if you could cue up clip number eight. This it's a longer clip. We'll play the first couple minutes, but. Dr. Pierce is just on point with this observation about the truth about democracy. Did you ever wonder why the Jews are such great proponents of democracy? Whether in Indonesia or Pakistan or Serbia or you name it. 
Whenever there is some threat to universal suffrage, the Jews are ready to send the U.S. armed forces in and bomb and kill until everyone is permitted to vote. Why is that? The appeal of mass democracy lies in the fact that in essentially every country in the world today, the number of persons unable to think for themselves is substantially higher than the number able to make independent decisions. Those unable to think for themselves have their thinking done for them by the people who control the mass media. Which is to say, democracy is the preferred system because it gives the political power to those who own or control the mass media and at the same time allows them to remain behind the scenes and evade responsibility for the way in which they use that power. And the more inclusive the democracy is, that is, the more Alzheimer's sufferers and mongoloid cretins and paranoid schizophrenics and people who live in empty packing cases in alleyways and Jamaican immigrants and football fans are able to vote, the more certain is the grip of the media masters on the political process. Those voters who buy astrology magazines at the checkout stand and spend their time watching soap operas, game shows, and Oprah absorb their general attitudes on things through the television screen. They learn which ideas are fashionable and which are not by noticing the facial expression and tone of voice of Tom Brokaw and Dan Rather when the news is announced each day. Their opinions on specific issues are formed as they view televised sidewalk surveys taken by reporters. The only uncertainty about these people is whether or not they'll be able to pry themselves loose from their couches long enough to vote for the designated candidates. That's All right. why I guess it's that's important enough, to Sam. have Thank you. Uh, you know, Paul, Dr. Pierce is right, and you look at as we have to monitor the independent media and, and various uh, things like Twitter that you turn into news streams. It's just getting more and more disgusting, more and more, uh, uh, more like uh, 21st century Sodom and Gomorrah, and and, and it's just uh, this country is being gutted out into a uh, literal third world shithole, and uh, the and and it causes me to think more and more about what would the real presidency of uh, Northern Nevada Paul be like? I mean, I think that guy'd make a real good president. So tell us about some of your foundational uh, uh, platform campaign planks if you were elected and you deserve to be elected in our fantasy world of uh, a legitimate election. <laughs> okay, so my imaginary presidency... Yeah, thanks for mentioning that. I mean, often I've had thoughts, probably similar to you and others. You know, you look around, most people are not interested in politics because they know it's all bull crap, right? right. They know it's, mm -hmm. they, I mean, we've probably all seen and heard the ads by now, but Joe Biden, he's got a job to do and he's getting it, <laughs> right. he's getting it done, you know, and he just signed something to lower prescription drug prices. Well, I don't take prescription drugs, so what What now, you know? Oh, yeah, well, he, exactly. just cre he just created another 500,000 jobs. Really? Which jobs are those that he created? It's just absurd. So I have often thought, you know, rather humorously and irreverently of, of what the kind of things that, uh, you know, people really want to see and hear and, you know, what would men want. So number one, I think the uh, the top 
top one for me, there'd be a number of different planks. I would probably say the better part of at least 75 to 100 planks of my presidential platform. But top of the list would be floor-length urinals in all public spaces for men. Every man knows what it feels like to walk into a public restroom and see a floor-length urinal. It's sort of like a little bit of, uh, shall we say, nostalgia and relief washes over you as you realize, okay, there's there's no screwing this up, okay? You can't make a mistake with uh-huh. a floor-length urinal, right? And I think you experience the same thing I have. Sometimes you walk into a place and they got this little thing hanging on the wall and it's at the wrong height. Yeah, you know, and and there's some there's a screen in there, and you got to be careful, you know, for the back splatter. Sometimes they're different heights. I've never understood that either. Yeah. So what's the point? I mean, I don't know why they just don't make, uh, you know, the the four foot up, just all porcelain with a trough yep. at the bottom. Yeah, but exactly. I think, I think we everybody can get uh, behind a floor length urinals across America. So I would Absolutely. ban all the others. All right. Uh, the next one would be, uh, let's face it, uh, handicap parking spaces. This can be a little bit of an irritation. I think all of us that have observed realize there is an oversupply of parking places for the handicapped, and there's an undersupply of really good parking places for the rest of us. Right. And, we, and we know they're all empty, right? They're almost always all empty. So uh, first day in office, I would issue an executive order that I would cut in half all the handicapped parking places out there. I think people, you know, this is something real people could actually get behind. And I also mentioned already the no more fake foods. So, for example, no more fake blueberries. Uh, all the right. people that own these fake blueberry plants, just like the same people that are making the fake whipped cream. Like, if you ever noticed, and again, I've done it, and a lot of people probably wouldn't even think to do it. But if you ever get asked, would you like whipped cream on that, right? Typically, you want to say yes, because, I mean, who doesn't enjoy delicious whipped cream? Sure. Well, the chances are very high it's not whipped cream. It'll actually say non-dairy whipped topping right on the can. And I've actually had people at various places show me the can, if you don't mind, before I say yes to the whipped cream. Right. And, of course, nobody knows. And you just turn it over and it's got water, uh, you know, hydrogenated oil, you know, corn syrup, all this other ridiculous, like I said, fake food, non-food, corporate poison food, Right. So that would end immediately. And I think that the the people that produce this, I would put them to work in uh, factories uh, manufacturing yellow stars to be sewn on the clothing of a certain <laughs> tribe, tribe, <There> <laughs> tribe of people. And uh, let's see, I had a couple others here. How about this one? I mentioned this prior on, I think, two or three episodes ago about the uh, the severed heads on pikes at the Mexican border. And I'm still in favor of that, but I was watching this video recently about the Komodo dragon. You, you know about these Komodo dragons, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are some nasty creatures. And I understand that one good bite, you can often get infected with the, the nasty bacteria from the bite, and pretty much it's, it's like a death sentence. Yep, exactly. So I'm thinking uh, Komodo dragons all up and down the border. What do you think about that, for example? I think that's a great idea. I think there should be some deterrence so that the only people who uh, make it through really have earned it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it just goes hand in hand with what's being done to us. You know, when you played that clip of of William Pierce and he's talking about the complete control they have over uh, everybody, including a lot of people's minds, the average person, as you know, does not, they're not aware that the Jews control our minds based upon what they put out in the media, and, and they do play upon our normal, uh, shall we say, empathy and humanity. 
So just earlier today, I was trying to watch, enjoy a little bit of a movie, you know, this afternoon. And, you know, a friend of mine's got, uh, you know, Roku or Hulu or whatever the heck it is. Mm-hmm. And, and there's all these movies. May, maybe some of them been in the theater. I don't know. I don't see them. But I turned on this movie. It's called The Marksman, right? Liam Neeson stars is this kind of this rancher on the border down there in Arizona or Texas, where uh-huh. it is. And he gets entangled <laughs> up in some goings on with some uh, a, a young woman and her little kid trying to escape across the fence into the border and somehow you know he's he decides well he's got to rescue this kid and what does he do at first he turns him over to the border patrol but then he finds out some ridiculous nonsense about the cartel so he decides to do the right thing which is what drive this little kid to chicago right so he can be with his family and of course you know the idea is this this is exactly the kind of stuff that just preys on people's minds is they're making us feel sorry for the other, for the foreigner, for the right. alien, right? Yep. Not taking care of our own, only interested in our own and have this desire, which a lot of Americans, I believe, actually have this natural desire to repel this invasion and to send yep. these people packing. And I don't care if you're a sweet little 10-year-old boy. Guess what? You're going home and home ain't in Chicago. Okay, a little bit of a rant there. but That was good. And he timed it just right for the bottom of the hour break. And uh, uh, stay tuned, everybody. Uh, we've got lots more, including hour two, where we'll open up the phone line. So uh, listen to these messages, and we'll be back shortly. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Standing six foot four, weighing in 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science, analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Call it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. 
Thank you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. song hoax train for which the uh, traitorous uh, brit local authorities dropped the hammer on him and he did like a, a year and a half in the local <laughs> who's and uh you know graham's uh just had a hip replacement he's dealing with some other issues and just want to let you know graham a uh, big old roman salute to you from all of us who admire you your courage and what you did all those years so uh, hopefully you're feeling better brother you deserve it <coughs> And that and that song rocks too, by the way. So that yeah, I mean, he should get a Grammy for that. Yeah, he's a really great musician, uh, singer songwriter, and plays the sax. And yeah, I mean, and, solid. 
I mean, it's like the drums are there, the instruments, yep. and the, the vocals, uh, you know, the message. It's just, it's a solid composition. And again, you, when you compare it to the absolute schlock, the absolute trash that they put out these days, it's like, I mean, it's, again, it's just a tragedy with it, the world that we're living in. Yep, the uh, Talmudic Satanists have taken over uh, pop music, and it is truly uh, revolting garbage these days, for sure. One thing that's not revolting garbage is all the amazing books in the John Statmiller Library. As most of you know, Statmiller was the visionary who created republicbroadcasting.org, and sadly he passed two years ago too soon. But if you want to support, and it costs money to run an independent uh, uh, uh talk radio network 24 7 365 days a year so right now and through january 8th if you're if you're uh, did well at the casino i know paul's been on a streak with uh sports book and others of you have done well in crypto if you donate 100 bucks you, you get an opportunity to receive one of the books previously owned by john Statmiller. so the book of the week um, will be posted every Monday and uh, you know discussed by various hosts throughout the week. So, if you can afford a hundred, hundred fifty, do it and get one of those books. It'd be it'd be a keepsake. And if you can't donate, you know, ten, twenty bucks, or even go to the store. There's so many great things at the RBN store. But do what you can to keep this network up, just like Speak Free Radio. Help, help these people who uh, it costs money to do this. Believe me, I can tell you it does. All right, Paul, we're back, and um, that, those are some excellent planks, man. We're gonna we're 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 gonna continue to as we need to to take a time out from this bleak reality and the fight we fight. Uh, we're gonna have to revisit more and more in an alternate dimension the presidency of Northern Nevada, Paul. But that's a nice little teaser. But you know what? What's a great quote to to start? Uh, the second part of this uh, first hour is uh, good old um, good old Donald J. Trump. And there's these people who think he's the American Messiah, and you couldn't be more wrong. And wanna wanna uh, play this clip from a few years ago when uh, Trump is is uh, masterful at licking Jewish rectum. Sam, if you could play clip number nine and uh, just listen, to this guy he's he's an embarrassment. That is why we are here today, to remember and to bear witness, to make sure that humanity never, ever forgets the Nazis massacred six million Jews. Yet even sure today, number, there are those who want to forget the past. Worse the still, there are even those filled with such hate, yes. total hate. Hate. That they want to erase the Holocaust from history. We just oh. want the truth. Those who deny the Holocaust are an accomplice to Holocaust. this horrible evil and will oh. never be silent. We just won't. We will never, ever be silent in the face of evil again. It's an honor to be here with the first Jewish president of the United States. <laughs> Man, what, what other proof do you need? What other proof? Thanks, Sam. I mean, what what a traitor. That guy is uh, is a fraud. He's a traitor to the real America. And yet somehow uh, they got it in their mind that he's their savior, you know, the, the Magatard types. And, and it's unreal, man. They, they're, they're going out 
in um, in you know tens, twenty thousands to his rallies in these uh, traditional red states, and, and they they have no idea how bad he will be for them. He's going to destroy their lives. But one cool thing, Paul, is it was such a short clip that it would have been too hard to have Sam play it. It's only about 10 seconds, but did you see at the Army-Navy football game, that one of the annual final college football games of the year, uh, a packed house of uh, young uh, mm-hmm. uh, Navy and, and uh, Army uh, fellas, and there was, and I don't know, it's probably 35, 40,000 people, and, they were, he, and Biden was there, and they were all chanting, uh, F Joe Biden, and you can put the other three letters in yourself. And uh, it was awesome, man. Did you see that, Paul? I saw good parts of that game, not all of it, but I missed that part. I'm going to have to go back and look for that on online or something. But no, I. Didn't. Oh yeah, it's all over Twitter. I'll I'll send it to you uh, during awesome. the next break. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was an awesome spectacle to see that uh, whole stadium filled up and all those uniforms. And of course, you know, it's a little bit disappointing to see all those non-whites and all the women in the uniform. And but again, it doesn't really detract from you know what what it is with the, the tradition and it was quite a battle that came down to like a final play in the fourth quarter and you probably watched a lot of sports like i have and i swear to god i just don't understand what some coaches are thinking and why they call the plays they do it's like are you stupid but anyway that's a subject for another day oh yeah 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 for sure another day speaking of another traitorous narcissistic globalist guy good old arnie schwarzenegger uh, Sam, if you could put, uh, you, and you gave us this clip, Paul, if you could play clip number 15, Schwarzenegger exposes his inner weasel. So there's still people that live in denials. There's still people that don't believe in masks. There's still people out there that say, well, we don't have to do social distancing and all this kind of stuff. There is misinformation out there. And my point of it was basically, look, there's no one that knows more about a bicep than I do because I studied this issue for 50 years. And the same is also with the virus. There are people out there that are experts that study this year after year after year, and that are experienced, like Dr. Fauci, that has been in this, uh, you know, probably for his entire life. I mean, why would you not believe someone like that? So, and there's so many other scientists out there and experts on this subject. So I believe them and I follow them very carefully. And of course, Sometimes uh, things are happening that are unexpected, so then you have to make the adjustments and all that. But I think people should know there is a virus here. It kills people, and the only way we prevent it is is to get vaccinated, to wear masks, to do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, and not just to think about, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom. Because with freedom comes obligations and uh, and kind of responsibilities. Well, Paul, I mean, good old uh, good old uh, Conan Terminator. He's a clueless race traitor, uh, traitor to his own uh, roots, German Austrian roots, and uh, what a clown! And it's funny because uh, you brought that clip up because they're trying to. I don't know if you caught it. I just saw it yesterday where there's supposedly a new strain of monkeypox and all the nonsense. And there's a week ago, it was there's a new strain uh, that's spreading everywhere of COVID-19 and nobody's buying it anymore. At least normies aren't that dumb, especially when they're, they're dropping dead from clots and terrible cancers left and right. You know, I was counting up. I was lying in bed uh, 
Thursday night, and I was counting. I know almost 50 people uh, that I personally know who have died from the Jubonic Jew jab in the last uh, two to three years. And I'm like, the, the, no one's been hanged for it. Fauci hasn't been hanged. Gates hasn't been hanged. Uh, Borla hasn't been hanged. Those vile Jews from Moderna. Uh, Klaus Schwab hasn't been hanged. I mean, this is mass murder, Paul, and everybody's getting away with it. I'm muted, Paul. I'm muted. Hello, hello. All right. Thank you. No, I was just waiting for my turn on mute. Oh. Um, yeah, what can be said? Uh, you know, this gets into so many different topics, and, um, you know, uh, we don't need to revisit the whole virus debate here, but, I mean, I just, I'll just i throw a couple of things out there that I brought up so many years ago, and nobody's ever satisfactorily answered these things, which I brought up. So, for example, if you recall a couple of weeks ago, we had a caller, um, I think it was Michael from California, if I'm not mistaken. Remember, he mm-hmm. was trying to tell me about, oh, go across the border and, you know, oh, have, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. have sex with some prostitute and get a, uh, you know, get some herpes virus and tell him it's not a virus. I have no idea what the hell he was saying. Yeah, yeah. But, but here's the thing. Some smart people have called in over the years to Revolution Radio, to RBN, et cetera, and made some very basic points. And, of course, I've watched videos about this as well. And if so-called viruses are a problem, then why are most people well all the time? Okay, if viruses are everywhere and they're they're mutating and they're doing all these things and they're they're making us sick, well, why am I not sick? Why are most people I know not sick? And you know, people, I I have no idea. Uh, I had no idea that you knew this many people that uh-huh. had been hurt or injured or killed by this vaccine. That just boggles my mind. Okay, yep. I know people that have taken it, but I only know one indirectly that got really really sick. And a couple of others that, uh, you know, had some issues and they were concerned about. And when I told them, hey, don't ever take any other vaccines because they're all Jew poison, they were all ears. They wanted to hear more, okay? Right. Because they had firsthand experience. But, you know, here's the thing. They told us, for example, that you could be walking around, you could you could carry it, you could spread it, but it would not be might make you sick. Asymptomatic is what they called it. And they also told us all these other things like, oh, there's over 90% you're going to survive. Well, how does that make any sense if this virus, like Arnold just said, is like, it's out there, it's deadly, it's killing people, and you must wear a mask and you must take a vaccination and screw your freedom. Um, anyway, this will be a little bit of a teaser for you listeners that continue to stay with Giuseppe and I in upcoming episodes, uh, Arnold and Trump and some others will be imaginarily firing squatted by, uh, <laughs> <laughs> by the by the imaginary Paul presidency. And for, me, and for many good reasons. And we've all heard the reasons coming out of their mouths and with good production value. So we're not going to cheat you. We're not going to cheat you. Yeah, you know, it's funny, Paul, that uh, Big Harma, the P is silent, and the the uh, murderous, genocidal globalist organizations and the governments they control, they really ha- have, uh, you know, the real agenda is depopulation. And, you know, there's plenty of uh, that, 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 you know, even uh, getting to the whole virus thing, even uh, Pasteur at the en- end of his life admitted he was wrong and terrain theory was correct. But the thing that uh, people who get all worked up about, there are no viruses, they don't take into account that there's all kinds 
of pathogens and contagions in in nature and in reality. So you may be breathing in fungus, you may be breathing in a bacteria, you may be poisoned, you may have parasites. I mean, all that could be, uh, you know, called a virus. But there's a lot of ways to get sick and there's a lot of ways to get healthy. And we urge you all to focus on ways to be healthy, which is terrain theory. And the, the, the crux of terrain theory is the more you're healthy and the more you boost your body's uh, uh, immunity system, the better off you are to whatever gets in you, be it, uh, and remember, the skin is your biggest organ, and there's a lot, you know, everybody, I mean, we got this little puppy, Angelo, and he's gnawing on me constantly, and, you know, any open wound can let something in, so, but if you have a good immune system, you're not going to get ill, so that's the, the crux of it all, really, Paul. And and remember, too, not taking a vaccine of any sort is 100% safe and effective. Yes, yes. And what we need a vaccine against, Paul, Sam, if you could cue up uh, clip number 14, is these globalist satanic parasites just don't give up with their their one world government, one world religion nonsense. The world is not going to accept it. And um, we have the numbers. But now it's it's interesting how the battle battlefront changes and now ireland is a key uh battlefront to try and retain nationalistic uh power and freedom of its citizenry and so check this disturbing clip out there's an author uh uh schellenberger who's a former pr guy he's written some pretty good books and he talks about what they're trying to pull these draconian new globalist parasite laws uh to to ban any kind of free speech and they're racing to do it by christmas so listen to this. this is very disturbing it sounds like a black mirror episode the police can enter your home unannounced search your phone and computers and arrest you for the things that you're reading watching or posting online if you refuse you could be sentenced to 12 months in prison but it's not a black mirror episode it's worse than that it's real life At this very moment, the government of Ireland is trying to pass a law before Christmas that will let the police go into people's homes and confiscate their phones and computers. Now, you might think Ireland doesn't matter, that it could disappear tomorrow without much impact. But Ireland does matter. It's the test case for the next phase of the global crackdown by military intelligence forces and their agents that's been happening over the last seven years. What they used to call a conspiracy theory has now been confirmed as true. Our research has exposed a far-reaching plan by military and intelligence agencies in the United States, Britain, and other nations to subvert the democratic process and engage in activities that have a basis in military techniques and which are tantamount to attempts at thought control. This isn't about censoring the far right. This is about censoring independent journalism. And if you're in Ireland, this is about censoring you. One understandable response to all this is to ignore it and hope it goes away or wish that it won't affect you. And maybe it won't, but our ancestors fought and died for the right to speak our truths, particularly about controversial cultural and political issues. And already we're fighting back and making progress. The Irish government was forced to back off this law once already, and we can make them back off again. Free thinkers in the United States and around the world must stand up now for Ireland. We have to fight the totalitarians over there so that we don't have to fight them over here. We need to send a message to the politicians and the police that the world stands with the people of Ireland and their first and fundamental right. Please share this message and consider donating to a special free speech fund at censorshipindustrialcomplex.org. 
If we don't act now, okay, that's good enough. We don't. We didn't have to uh, raise money for him. We're raising money for RBN. And so, Paul, but his his point is good that we can't allow these globalist parasites. And uh, you know, it's always funny when they say the military's doing it. The military just takes orders. So who's giving the orders? That's who we need to go after. And I think, Paul, we also need somehow to be able to vet the people in the military who stand with you and I versus standing with these Jew parasites. That would be very good to know what forces are on our side versus are against us, don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm familiar with a lot of this, uh, these uh, plans. Here's the thing. We, we all can see with our own eyes what it is they're doing right now. I'm assuming that if we were aware of even more plans, we probably would be even more angry about what's happening. But what they count on is year after year, decade after decade, uh, they are pre- they're presenting us with essentially an accomplished fact. And so now we have to think about, well, reversing this fact. So in other words, there's millions of illegal aliens here. So what are we going to do? We can't deport them all. That's the sentiment that they're inculcating in our minds. And, of course, they prey upon us like with this this one movie. And there's lots of others. You've probably seen the same sort of things I've seen over the years of television and movies where, you know, they want you to think about, oh, do the right thing, be humanitarian, right? In other words, take this little boy to Chicago to reunite with his family. You know, this is the kind of crap that they're pulling on us, and it's right. it, it cannot ever be reversed or end in our favor until some very nasty things happen. They have to happen, because if they don't, right, then we're just going to go the way of the passenger pigeon, and uh, I'm not in favor of that. I agree. And you know, it's funny, I I wanted to mention it a little earlier, but if you look at Liam Neeson, who's one of the most regular working actors in Hollywood, and he's essentially made 100 different variations of the same movie where uh, the one I liked the best was, you're going to be taken. And and uh, the Taken trilogy was really good. And then he's just made like 100 since then, where he is a, a humble man, who has a, 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 a paramilitary or, or uh, spy uh, training uh, that he, he's left behind, but he's drawn back into it. I mean, how many times can you make the same movie? Yeah, I never got into that Taken trilogy. I've seen I've seen bits or excerpts of, of some of those movies, but I never watched uh, one of them from beginning to end. And because after a while, they just don't enter. It's the same thing over and over again, like right. lather, lather, rinse, repeat. And once you've seen one Hollywood action movie, you've almost seen them all. And there's a few exceptions, but there's no comparison to what we grew up with, which was actual plot dialogue and, you know, real, uh, you know, themes, real meaning to a movie where, you know, you th- you come out of the theater. Oh, that was that was good. Right. You know, that was excellent. Or even, you know, if you see it on TV, I mean, there's movies, as you know, we can watch over and over again. Okay. Every time they come on, we're probably going to watch them because they're good mm-hmm. as a, as opposed to these action movies where it's just ridiculous, you know, absolute flights of fancy. And the same thing, just like you said, military, paramilitary. I'm, I'm so good at, at beating people up in hand to hand combat. I'm so good at shooting people. And, it, you know, just one ridiculous plot after another. And, of course, you know, we are now all seeing more and more non-whites and especially like black heroes in our movies. And it's just it sickens me. Uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, this, this obsession with Netflix owned by Bernays's nephew, 
uh, with uh, rewriting history and making blacks the focus. They're, they just are making a movie about, uh, shoot, uh, it's two white people did something of, of excellent investigation, and, and Netflix is making it so it's a black woman who did it. Unbelievable. Should well, I you know, as, as Donald Trump once said, uh, black people built America, you know? Yeah, there you go. You know, I've got time for one more clip, and let's make it an yeah. inspirational one. Uh, Sam, if you could play clip number five. I always like this fella. He's a real Canadian cowboy, and he doesn't mince words. And so let's be inspired as we are open up the phone lines after the break. But here's The Gentleman's Creed by Real Canadian Cowboy. Does the world need a men's movement out there? Oh, you're fucking right, it does, and it needs to start now. Men need to start learning to govern themselves. They need to start living their lives according to a set of guidelines, a creed, the gentleman's creed, honesty, a strict fucking adherence to the facts, no matter what the situation. Always telling yourself and those around you nothing but the truth. Integrity. Living your life knowing full well that your every move is being watched by God through your eyes. Never allow yourself to become divided or fractured. Always staying strong. Standing as fucking steadfast as you can for your moral beliefs. No Devotion. Always keeping your fucking eyes on that which you need to achieve. Staying the course, staying focused on that goal, pushing yourself to the limit in order to achieve that devotion and fortitude. The ability to keep your fucking wits about you and face pain, face adversity, and face danger with unwavering courage. Never allowing yourself to take even a fucking half a step. And that way, that way when you face up like that, you start to live life according to those four things, well, pretty soon your self-esteem, self-respect, your sense of self-worth, they're all going to return. And all of a sudden you're going to be able to look yourself in the mirror and you're going to be able to look yourself in the eye. And you're going to ask yourself, am I becoming the man that I want to be? Am I achieving that which I want to? Am I becoming a better man? We all need to become better men. All right, stay tuned. After these messages, we'll open up the phone lines to the Sane Asylum on republicbroadcasting.org. Sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. 
We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 